0: The greatest, the greatest, the greatest, the greatest. What up, though, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Go Debate Podcast. It is episode number twenty of the Go Debate. Man, we have uh, we've been we've been blowing through these, you know, since since uh the. COVID and the quarantine started we've we've gotten through 20 of these but uh we thank you guys so much for joining us for this edition of the Go debate Meech and Darius with you guys as always and we got a great show tonight Darius how you doing tonight man
1: I'm good man I'm ready to go this is a exciting topic um you know I'm I'm a big sports fan so anytime we get to talk sports um in. So should be interesting. I hope I hope you're ready this afternoon.
0: Yeah, man. You know we gotta uh, we gotta get into it. You know as always in in preparation for the show, we always have our fair share of exchanges and uh, you know I don't want to say disagreements, but we may balk at each other's rankings. But Darius alluded to it tonight. We're jumping in the world of sports here on episode 20 of the Goat Debate and we are talking specifically about sports franchises who is the greatest sports franchise in all of sports so this can cover any of them uh from from basketball to to football both american and international football european football we can we can cover it all but tonight on the go debate we're going to debate the greatest sports franchise and and I don't know, man. We I think we have a solid list, but I got some questions as always. Um, but the tribe chimed in. We appreciate the support always of our our listeners out there that we poll throughout the week leading up to the episode. And I think we got a semi-solid <laughs> top five. And I definitely think I think for the this might be a first. I think our goat is like unanimous across the board i think okay your number one my number one the tribe's number one i think it was all the same franchise so that might actually be a first we might have to go back i mean 20 episodes in and i think we have our first unanimous number one i could be wrong on that i would have to go back and look at some other episodes but um yeah, it definitely uh, definitely should be an interesting show tonight. So as always, before we actually get into our top five, we like to talk about our honorable mentions. Uh, usually we have two. Sometimes we have three, and tonight is one of those nights where we have three. We couldn't break some ties, so we figured we will recognize three sports franchises. And the first, Darius is going to say what he always says when we get on sports topics and my hometown is is mentioned. He he tends to think that I have some type of bias or that the people are tribe that we poll, uh, which some are from the Detroit area. I mean, I throw it on my social media. You know, I, I'm born and raised in, in the D, which you know I talk about quite a bit on the podcast. And so this franchise is actually deserving of top 5 consideration. They do get an honorable mention tonight. And surprisingly, listen, I don't know how much hockey you watch, Darius. You you look like a guy that watches a lot of hockey. I can <laughs> I, I can tell you I can tell you that personally, you know, I only have watched when this particular team has been doing very well in the playoffs, in the Stanley Cup Finals. Listen, they call the city of Detroit Hockey Town for a reason. When you go to a game in the middle of the ice rink, it says Hockey Town because for a time, we dominated the NHL. You know, 90s, 2000s, we had some great teams. And historically, the Detroit red wings, one of the original six uh, hockey teams in the NHL has been one of the greatest sports franchises in the history of sports. This isn't just dares. This isn't just, you know, hometown home cooking, hometown bias, the Detroit red wings. Listen, 24 Stanley cup championship appearances in the history of their franchise. 11 Stanley Cup championships, 58 playoff appearances, including we're bad now. Let me, let me clarify now. The Red Wings aren't great now, but prior to, I think it may have been two or three years ago, we had something like 20 or 22 straight years of playoff uh, appearances. So the Detroit Red Wings are one of the best franchises uh in, in sports history and they get an honorable mention tonight.
1: Yeah, I mean, as much as I would disagree as a Rangers fan oh, that's in New York for you non-hockey folks. <laughs> uh yeah, I mean you 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 were alluding to the great success. I think it was 25 straight years in oh the, yeah
0: come around, on 25 which, I like it.
1: That's the longest I believe in in any of the major North American sports, yeah, as far as playoffs in consecutive years, I think there was a either a um, a, a a a strike or something like that in there. So, but you know, that's still included. It didn't uh, break the streak. Uh Eleven. What, what do you all have? Like eleven Stanley Stanley
0: cups. cups. Yep, yep.
1: I remember. uh uh, Fedorov and was it Fedorov? What's his name? Yeah. Fedorov and the Iserman.
0: Hey, yeah, Sergey Fedorov, Steve Eiserman, the great captain. Now he's the he's the general manager of the team. So yeah, they had they had some great teams, man. The had, yeah, man, Fedorov, Iserman, you know Nicholas Lindstrom. Uh, yes. They've had some great players over the years. They had uh, Dominic. Hasek as a goalie at one point. They had Chris Osgood. Yep, yep. They had Chris Osgood as a goalie. So the Red Wings, when you think about these franchises, they're like always get, like you think about other sports, you think about teams like the Yankees or you think about teams like the Cowboys in football, how they always can get like uh, star players. Like mm-hmm. the star players wanted to come and play for, for the red wings. I mean, they've had, you know, the Bob Proberts of the world, the Darren McCarty's Uh, they had Chris Chelios for a while, who was a great with the, you know, probably his best years were with the Chicago Blackhawks, but he had some great years, you know, in Detroit. And so the red wings are a great franchise. Their most recent cup was in the 2007, 2008 season. So it's been about 12 years uh, since they won a Stanley Cup but I mean man their run from the mid 90s to the mid you know mid to late 2000s where they won four Stanley Cups in that uh in that time frame and you know uh that was that was a great run and then of course they have legends you know we talk about the recent legends you talk about the past legends I mean Mr. Hockey Gordy Howe one of the most legendary players in the history of of hockey was a was a Detroit Red Wings. So Detroit Red Wings definitely deserving of an honorable mention. Their their net worth as a franchise today is about 775 million dollars. So um you know that's not it's hockey. It's hockey right so you know <laughs> it is what it is but yeah uh very 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 great franchise you know I always like to look at other rankings see where other um you know publications articles things of that nature where they rank the great sports franchises so of course i looked at one that bleacher report did back in 2010 so it's a little bit dated where they ranked the greatest north american professional sports franchises ever and the detroit red wings came in at number 7 so if we're do if we're looking at our list we kind of got them at like that 7 or 8 honorable mention spot so uh right in line for where where we kind of have them. So, uh shout out to the Detroit Red Wings. I know they right. got some uh they got some some young talent, they're trying to rebuild. Steve Eiserman did a great job as a GM. I think he was with the Tampa Bay Lightning before he before he came back to Detroit. So, he has that pedigree and I think ultimately he's going to um, he's going to get that franchise back back where it needs to be, back to being Truly being hockey town. So our first honorable mention tonight: the Detroit Red Wings. So for those that are just tuning in, because I see we got a couple people just chiming in, we're debating tonight the greatest sports franchises of all time. And now we're gonna take it. We 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 covered hockey. So now people can't say, "Oh man, you you guys didn't cover, <laughs> you, you didn't cover hockey." Two brothers on a podcast, and we talked about hockey, and 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 pretty knowledgeably, as I would I would say, if that's a word. But um, we're yeah, gonna it was- take it, <laughs> we're gonna take it now from from hockey to the world of football. And when we think about football, present day, Darius, when you think about present day. NFL, there has been one franchise that has stood above the rest. If we're talking about from, you know, from 2000, early 2000s to present day, there's been one franchise that has stood above the rest. Didn't quite make our top five, but worthy of an honorable mention tonight, probably the most prestigious NFL franchise From a uh, championship perspective, present day, we're talking about the New England Patriots.
1: Yeah, the New England Patriots, the the last 20 years or so have been all the New England Patriots, you know.
0: Right, yeah. You
1: know, what is it, six championships and like 10 tries or something like that? Uh, Ridiculous. It's just ridiculous. Now, you go back a little further it don't look that glamorous, but ever since right. Bill Belichick came on board and paired up with Tom Brady, that I don't think they made the playoffs their first year, but the second year they won a Super Bowl, I believe. And then it was just Super Bowl after Super Bowl after Super Bowl after Super Bowl. After Super Bowl. Now, some conspirators would, you know, start, you know, kind of they they put some notches on some of these 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 wins, you know the. Oakland, it it started with the with the with the blown call, the mystery yeah. call tuck, in Oakland, the, the
0: Tuck Rule game, the yeah, Tuck
1: Rule. and yeah. We've got Spygate and deflated balls, but nonetheless, they mm-hmm. are they they won on paper, right? They are also one of the most popular um, franchises because of their success. If you go to Twitter as a gauge, as I I'm, I'm going to do often tonight, four point five million followers. Which as far as, as you'll see as far as sports franchises go, mm-hmm. is pretty high up there. Um, so you know, we'll see if they continue that success now that Cam Newton's there, if he's gonna able to uh, you know, you know, usher on this new era after Tom Brady. And if they you know, we, we talked about because this is a current, a current success, right? You know, we talked mm-hmm. about this last week how great this team is right now in 20 years. What will this, this franchise look like when we look back, will it just be this pocket of 20 years with Belichick and Brady? And then maybe it won't, you know, it'll still be great. It'll still be great. But.
0: Well, I think when you look, I think when you look at the franchise 20 years from now and you talk about the top NFL franchises in football history, the yep. Patriots are probably always going to be mentioned now uh just because this run has been so successful, you know, right? When you think about some of their other, you know, the other teams in the NFL who have won, you know, Super Bowls, I mean, 6 is pretty close to the top. I don't know. I think there may be another franchise that has 7, uh 7 or 8, but I mean, you're talking about top two, top three in terms of Super Bowl wins, you know, of all time, not to mention Super Bowl. No, they have the most. Six is the most.
1: Yeah, tied with another team.
0: Yeah, okay. So, um, and then you talk about 10 appearances, you know, so they they won six and what they lost, lost four. Is that right?
1: I I don't know. I was throwing it off the top of my my
0: dunk. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. I was say, I'm trying to think how many um I know they've been to more than six Super Bowls because I know they, they lost they they lost to the Giants. And I want to say they twice, lost right? to the twice.
1: Yep. Lost right? to the I know
0: Eli I know Eli Manning as the quarterback for the Giants won two, and I think he beat the Patriots both times, yep. if, if if I'm not mistaken. So that's at least eight appearances, and I want to say there's one more in there where they uh, where they lost to uh, to to an NFC team. I just can't can't think of it off the top of my head. I know unfortunately they beat your Carolina Panthers uh, for did. one of their for one of their six Super Bowls. I I, I wasn't going
1: to talk about it, but go ahead. Yeah, you know,
0: okay. I I remember that game, uh, and I, of course I remember the game. I think where they um, was it the Seahawks where the Seahawks came up short where uh, they should have ran the ball with Marshawn Lynch yeah, yep. and they passed it and they passed it instead. And so um so yeah, so I so I recall that game as well where the Patriots ultimately beat Seattle and uh won the Super Bowl. And I wanna say Seattle might have been going for cause Seattle has won a super bowl with with Russell Wilson. They 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 won one. So I want to say that year they were going for like two straight possibly or something like that and 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 that was the uh the outcome of that game. But Tyler in the chat room, shout out to Tyler. He says the pa- the Patriots have been to 11 Super Bowls. Their record is 6 and 5. So uh thanks a lot for that information Tyler. Um so yeah man, 11 Super Bowl appearances. Six Super Bowl championships, you know that's that's nothing to sneeze at, man. The Patriots are definitely um, one of the uh, one of the greatest franchises in in all of sports, and definitely in the history of NFL. Their their value. We talked about the Red Wings at seven hundred and seventy five million. The New England Patriots' value right now four point four billion dollars. So mm-hmm. they are. Um, I don't know if they're the most valuable franchise in football. I'm pretty sure they are not. Uh, but the next team is yeah, the next team that we're gonna talk about, who should be in the top five, is blasphemous, but we're but we're getting ahead of ourselves. New England Patriots, our second honorable mention tonight. And now let's go ahead and go to our final honorable mention, the team that just came short of making the top five and As much as I feel like this team presently, they are so overrated today. Yes. They're always always on TV. They always get the hype. They haven't won anything of any significance in probably the last 25 years. However, they are known as America's team. And Daris, I do have a problem with them not being in the top five. Because when we talk about sports franchises, when you talk about fan base, popularity, value, championships, if you if you factor in all of those things, there's no way the Dallas Cowboys are not a top five franchise in the history of sports, man. And they come in as our last honorable mention tonight. And I blame you for that. As always, I blame you because the Cowboys are without a doubt. Listen, like I said, I'm not a huge fan of the team. You know, they screwed my Lions out of a playoff win like four years ago, and I'm still bitter about that. But the Cowboys are absolutely one of the five best sports franchises of all time. How they didn't make the top five is, is beyond me
1: okay i will agree slightly i can't i, I can never give a, a full 100 percent agreement to anything positive towards the cowboys so let's just go ahead and be upfront about that right away all right um i don't know who put in the number three yeah. franchise on this list um it wasn't me so for that the blame doesn't come my way, but let's, you know, you talk about it. They have five championships, right? They had a great one in the nineties, right? The last 20 20s, years 70s as well, the seventies as well that, you know, where the other, I guess two, uh, wait, how many, how
0: many they get in the nineties? They won three. They won three great, in the nineties and two in the seventies. So they won right. five Super Bowls. Yep.
1: 3.9 fans, million fans on Twitter, you know, not as popular as the New England Patriots, 4.5 to put that in perspective. Not not too far off, but um, they're the they're the highest valued s- sports franchise in the NFL. Yeah. Um, I think they were the first billion dollar um, stadium built. I'm not sure on that, but um, definitely there's been others since then, and you know, including uh, the, the newest um, over there in Vegas, but. When that one came out, that was a that was a statement piece.
0: Yeah, you know, definitely With the yeah. the screen that goes like the full length of the right, of the field. right, yeah.
1: So they get a lot of things right. Um, you you mentioned being able to recruit talent. They definitely have been able to do that, despite the success. Uh, you know, To was there for a while. Um, you know, people are so high on on Dak and and um, and Ezekiel. Uh, right now, you know, but uh, Lee, they've they've had a lot of good talent over the Come years. On,
0: Michael Irvin, Emmett Smith, Troy Ankman, Charles. Hayes, I'll try to go
1: past their their, Deion
0: their Sanders, Roger Starback. I mean, we could go on. They definitely, from a talent perspective, they have ha- they have star power. No pun intended. Talking about their logo, they they do. They have a lot of cachet. I can't, I don't like the ownership, you know, I don't, you know, Jerry Joes can kick rocks, but they are, I think they should have been in the top five. I, 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 really do.
1: Okay. Uh, you, know,
0: you talked about their value, $5.5 billion currently, mm-hmm. uh, 33 playoff appearances, which is, uh, which is a lot. I mean, it's hard to make the playoffs in the NFL. I mean, you know, they're increasing the number of teams. This is the first year where they're going to increase the number of, t- number of teams that make the playoffs. But typically in each conference, there are six playoff teams. So, right. um, you know, 33 playoff appearances, you know, that that is definitely, um, you know, impressive. And then just looking at it, I, I will say they have some consistency, man. I mean, they made the playoffs, you know, four times in the 60s um they made the playoffs uh one two three four five six seven eight they made the playoffs nine of the 10 years in the 70s so i mean Mm -hmm. every year every year in the decade of the 70s except one uh they made the playoffs uh five times in the 80s they made the playoffs you know eight times in the 90s in the 2000s they made it four times and the 2010s they made it three times so if nothing else they are they are a consistent franchise as far as making the playoffs lately their Achilles heel has been advancing in playoff success they haven't won a super bowl since 1995 so that is the, the hurdle that they have to get over, despite all of the money that Jerry Jones spends to bring in all of this elite talent, they can't seem to to get over the hump and beat you know the New England Patriots of the world and and some of the other teams over the years you know since 1995 that have that have won Super Bowl. So um, the Cowboys, listen, great franchise, historic franchise. When you think of football. They are probably the first franchise that you think of. If, if, if you told somebody who wasn't a fan of the NFL and maybe never watched a game to name an NFL team, they probably one of the first teams they probably would say is the Dallas Cowboys.
1: Yeah, a lot of misinformed people out there.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh wow, wow! But Tyler says the Cowboys need to recruit a good coach, and as he as we talked about, they haven't won a Super Bowl in. In 25 years, now they have Mike McCarthy uh, as their coach, who is a Super Bowl-winning coach. He won the Super Bowl with another great franchise that is not. I'll go ahead and give it away. They're not in the top five. The Green Bay Packers, surprisingly, <laughs> didn't get a whole lot of love from from me or you or the tribe. But they're definitely, you know, if we were doing like a top 20, top 25 sports franchises, uh, the Packers would definitely. Uh, would definitely be amongst that group. So uh, so that is it for the honorable mentions. The Dallas Cowboys, uh, the New England Patriots, and the Detroit Red Wings are our honorable mentions tonight. And now we get into the top five. And I'm going to give the floor to Darius. Uh, once I introduce this franchise, uh, we are taking it to the world of football. But not American football. We are we are going uh, we're going European, and coming in at number five is uh, probably the most popular. Am am I accurate in saying this? I'm I'm not a soccer aficionado. I probably need our good buddy Courtney, who who loves soccer to death, to come on and talk about this. But um, I think they're probably the most popular soccer franchise in the world coming in at number five, definitely one of the top three, right? Definitely one of the top three uh, soccer franchises in the world coming in at number five on our list of greatest sports franchises is Manchester United. And I'm going to give the floor to Derek because the Dallas Cowboys are a better sports franchise than Manchester United and sit actually,
1: down Manchester my
0: friend United we're, we're, we're introducing them at the five slot they were actually by votes uh tied for number four but uh for the sake of the rankings tonight Manchester United coming in here uh in our fifth slot technically tied tied for fourth but Darius the floor is yours my friend
1: Man, you talk about a team that's been around forever. 1878, 20 time English Football League championships. I mean, that's, uh, they're in the highest level of soccer, the Premier League, which they've got 13 different Premier League championships. That's uh, basically, there's many different leagues there and many different cups there, but. For those, I would say it's the closest thing probably to the Super Bowl is the Premier League. They've won that 13 times, 12-time FA Cup winners. So um, what I'm trying to say is they win a lot. They win a lot. Um, and the big thing is, I, again, let me use Twitter as a perspective. Cowboys, 3.9 million followers. Uh, the Patriots, 4.5 million followers. You're questioning how great this, this team is and if they should be in there. 23 million followers on Twitter.
0: Uh, what is that? But is how many people follow them on Twitter? Okay, is that a metric? Engaged about sure. how popular they are? It, it, it can be. But that's that was not a metric for me uh, to 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 rank the greatest sports franchises, how many followers they have on Twitter. I don't know if that's indicative oh, a of their actual fan base.
1: So let me tell you how I base it. I base it off of, of championships. Okay. Which they have a lot of them uh-huh. way more in there. You know, if you, if you average it than the Cowboys who you think should be ranked above them, since you uh-huh. think they should be five, they have way more, um, their evaluation, um, I don't believe correct. I, oh, it's correct. actually, it probably is correct. It's one point six five billion, yeah, right? That's so what
0: I, that's what I saw. Um, one point six five billion, almost four billion dollars less valuable than the Dallas Cowboys.
1: Right, but when you when you factor when you factor that in, um, when you factor that in, there's a lot that goes into that popularity and and maybe the stadium that that um, he holds. Bunch of things go into that valuations, right? Okay. But um, Shane puts it in the chat. Um, they're publicly traded. Uh, Tyler says, you know, he would put Real Madrid or Barcelona over them. Um, I have one of those in my uh, in my top five as well. We'll talk about them later. Um, but it, Shane I Shane is correct,
0: <laughs> huh? I said, I said, no, we won't. But I said, oh, maybe we will. I'm sorry. <laughs> there's, 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 snubs because we, we would dare not have two soccer teams in this top five.
1: Shane headed on the head, and, and we should, but Real Madrid has had a lot of success lately. Uh, where I guess the '90s when we had you know Beckham and and I uh, I think it was Keane in there. Uh, you know, Wayne Rudy, but Cristiano Ronaldo, who's one of the most famous soccer players in the world has been there as well. So we're talking about star power. Um, They are definitely throughout the history of Man U. um, You know, a lot of people who don't know soccer, they know Manchester United, maybe a lot of that due to the popularity of David Beckham, I would say. Um, But yeah, one of the all time greatest franchises in the history of the world uh, this is a global thing we're talking about. And, yes, I think Twitter does matter because uh, outside of the United States, Stokes, outside of the U.S., do they know Dallas Cowboys? Yes, they do. Of course they do. But I would argue that more people are aware of Manchester United versus
0: oh, well, your Dallas Cowboys. I mean, soccer is probably globally the, the most popular sport, right?
1: Okay, and they are one of the greatest franchises in that most popular sports. So Correct.
0: how should they not be on this list? Because they just they just not more valuable than the Cowboys. That's just you know that's just my opinion. That's that's just me. I'm not a soccer guy, but I recognize that Manchester United is a marquee franchise. I'm a hockey guy either, but somehow the Detroit Red Wings get an honorable mention. The Detroit Red Wings have won eleven Stanley Cups, sir. And they make okay. 20, you, said it, you know, made 25 straight playoff appearances. They they are arguably, and I'm not saying okay, Manchester United, they're in the top five. It's debatable. They they definitely I'm not saying they're not worthy. I'm just saying if it were my ranking, the Dallas Cowboys would be in over Manchester United. Just my opinion. And I don't even like the fact that you got me on here caping for the Cowboys because I don't even like the Dallas Cowboys. But mm. I do recognize the greatness of their franchise. And I recognize Manchester United's greatness as well. Courtney would probably, you know, he's he's going to love you for life because, you know, they're only in this ranking because of Darius. I'm just going to go ahead and put it. Nobody to save it. Listen, okay, whatever. You, you can't have a great be-
1: franchise without the one of the franchises from the world's most popular sport. That's ridiculous.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I guess. I guess it could be my my it could be my uh my Western bias uh coming into play. And I mean, hey, I I I don't watch hockey. I mean, I don't watch soccer. I don't watch hockey either. But you know, <laughs> Red Wings deserve some love because you know that's the hometown. But anyway, Manchester United coming in, uh, tied for fourth. And they are tied with a historic NBA franchise coming in at this number four spot. And this franchise is in trouble. They're in trouble right now in the real life NBA playoffs. Because there's this kid by the name of Tyler Hero. I know Shane is probably going nuts right now. But the Miami Heat right now are giving this franchise the business. And young Tyler Hero was out there gunning last night and put the heat up three games to one in the uh, Eastern Conference Finals against this historically great franchise. Coming in at number four on our list of the greatest franchises in sports is none other than the Boston Celtics. Number four, man, you could argue it's it's low. It's a little low, but hey, what can we say about the Boston Celtics? They are definitely worth And listen. Need to go back and rehash how much i hate the celtics we we have franchises all over this list that i i hate them but i'm a fair person and i and i and i'm putting them in in my rankings i did have the celtics in in my top five you did as well or did you not
1: i you think did. they were five
0: yeah yeah you <laughs> had okay and the tribe yeah, definitely the tribe definitely had them had them ranked uh in their top five as well but uh the Boston Celtics historically man listen. Uh 49 NBA playoff appearances. Uh 21 it um 21 NBA finals appearances. 17 NBA championships. And similar to the Dallas Cowboys that we talked about, their championships span over decades so they aren't just they they were very dominant of course in the bill russell years and a lot of people a lot of the the criticism of the boston celtics during the the bill russell years was that it it was a much different game uh it was a i don't want to say easier i don't know if that's the word that i want to use but i mean they won like a number of championships in a row. I think from fifty-nine to eight. sixty-five, sixty-six, they they won the NBA championship all those years consecutively. And um and and you, you can say what you want, but you win eight straight championships. That's dominance, my man. That is that is indeed dominance. Then you throw in of course They won two championships in the 70s. They won three in the 80s. Then they had, you know, they weren't that great in the 90s in terms of they did win a couple of division titles, so they did make the playoffs in the 90s, but they won no championships in the 90s. After they won the championship in uh, 1986, their next championship was 22 years later in 2008 so they had a they had a little championship drought there but uh and i think my math is correct there right yeah my math is right 22 years later um so they had a championship drought but no doubt the boston celtics are one of the great historic franchises in all of sports and of course if they aren't on the throne they're right near the throne of uh the nba's great franchises yeah,
1: you, you spoke to their dominance eight in a row um in the sixties for the most part and then they lost in the division uh finals and then went back and won two more times. So <laughs> it was just ridiculous, but you gotta think about it. That was the time of uh I, I believe before free agency. I could be lying there, but um, you know, meaning if you got a drafted a good team, you could you could you could keep something for a minute. Right. Um but, you know, a lot of greatness with this, a lot of um, history with this. They're uh, the first uh, NBA franchise to draft a black player. Um, there was a lot of controversy around that. Um, he ended up, um, he being uh, Chuck Cooper, was inducted to the NBA Hall of Fame, I believe, last year. Uh-huh. Um, but outside of that, here's the crazy thing to me that I saw. Um, with the team that has been so successful over its history, it's had 16 different owners, um, you know, for a team that started in 1946. That's not a lot of time to have that much change of hands. You know, people have been flipping that thing like a business, like a re- like a regular business, like a house almost. And, the, you know, despite all that, they've still managed to get trophies. Um, so that that's just been an amazing um, – Feed in its own, but uh, you know we talk about players, you know Bird and 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 more recently, um, you know with Garnett, Allen, and uh, Paul Pierce, but you know mm. Mikhail.
0: Yeah, th- no hate, no hate. I can't, st- I can't stand Paul Pierce, but you got it.
1: He's the truth. Okay,
0: he is yeah. the truth. Yeah. yeah, that's 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 his nickname, but he's anything but. But yeah, great great players over the years. You're right. You talked about Bird, Kevin McHale, uh, Dennis Johnson, Robert Parrish, you know, Bill Walton was there, Danny Ainge, who uh, I think he still runs the franchise, if I'm not mistaken. Thanks, yeah, he's still there. And then, you know, um, and now they new talent. They, you know, Jason Tatum and, and, mm-hmm. uh, oh boy, Brown. I can't think of his, uh, Jalen Brown and, now they have Kimball Walker there and Gordon Hayward. They should be beating the Heat, man. They have way more talent than the Heat on paper. But the Heat are, are, are giving them the business right now. Well coached team, man. Got to give it up for Eric Spolster. He's doing a great job with the, with the Heat. Because on paper, I thought, I was like, man, it's going to be the Lakers and the Celtics in the championship again this year. We're going to get the historic – matchup, and Miami was like, uh not so fast. and <laughs> I think I pissed Shane off. Shane says, it's time to leave this podcast after that. All I'm saying, Shane, hear me out, is on paper, listen, the Miami Heat are maximizing the talent that they have. I mean, listen, my man Duncan Robinson, he's a Michigan man. The guy was, you know, what, an undrafted player. He's doing great. Tyler Hero, you know, Bam is doing great. Of course, they got Jimmy Butler. I'm not saying they don't have good players, but on paper, I think everybody thought Boston was going to win this series, and so it's looking like right now Miami's going to win it, but it's not over quite yet, although 3-1 is a pretty insurmountable uh, deficit, but Historically, the Boston Celtics, circling back to the Celtics, are uh, definitely uh, one of the top franchises in all of sports. Their current value, Darius, $3.1 billion. And cool. I don't need to tell you this, but in case you didn't know, that is more valuable than Manchester United. Uh, but anyway, Boston Celtics coming in here at number four. And now coming in at number three and i think this is where you disagree with the rankings you disagree with the tribe because listen they're ranked this high because the tribe thought very very highly of this franchise so we we're we're going back we're going back to the nfl right and so when you talk about oh and let me make this point real quick uh, before we move on from the Boston Celtics. I talked about that Bleacher Report ranking uh, that that um, ranked the top franchises in the history of professional sports, North American sports. They had the Boston Celtics at number three. So uh, we have them at number four. So very close. Uh, the franchise coming in now at number three, I talked about fan bases and how, how wide of a net the Dallas Cowboys fan base, you know, cast over the the country, even the world uh, of those that like uh, American uh, football internationally. And when you think about the franchise that is probably second, I would say in, in popularity, or maybe even as popular, they have a very large fan base. They're a very, very successful franchise historically. Could we debate their, their positioning on this list? Uh, possibly Um, I know you're going to talk about why you don't feel like they should be ranked this high, but coming in at number three on our list of greatest sports franchises are the Pittsburgh Steelers. Get your terrible tiles out. The Pittsburgh Steelers come in at number three. Darius, listen, man, I know you don't like the placement here, but Six Super Bowl championships, seven Super Bowl, six. Listen, they have a better win percentage in Super Bowls than the Patriots do. The Steelers went to seven Super Bowls. They've won six, six time mm-hmm. Super Bowl champions. Uh, they also have 24 playoff ex- uh, appearances. The Cowboys have 33, which is why personally, I had the Cowboys ranked higher than the Steelers on my list. I did have the Steelers. I want to say I had the Steelers at number five. Or maybe I did not have them ranked at all. Uh, no, but they were right, right. They were uh, they were right outside of my, my my top five. Yeah, I did not have the Steelers ranked. I had the Cowboys ranked in my top five, but not the Steelers. Shane is flabbergasted that the Steelers are in the top five. He says, what? So am I. But let me explain to you why. The Tribe, the Pittsburgh Steelers had the second most votes of any sports franchise other than the franchise that we're going to talk about that's number one. Hint, hint. The Steelers were number two amongst the Tribe in vote getting. And there are some great reasons why. The Pittsburgh Steelers are one of the most stable franchises in all of sports. When you think about teams that change coaches, coaching changes, things of that nature, the Pittsburgh Steelers have had three coaches in 51 years. That's unheard of. That I mean, that that's when you think about turnover in sports. I mean, I just think about, you know. The Detroit Lions in fifty-one years, we probably had fifty coaches, but um, which is an exaggeration. But the Steelers are come on, man. We you guys are frowning up about the Steelers being in his top five, but I mean, they definitely have a case. They've won six Super Bowls, again appearing in seven, so they've won a high percentage of their championship appearances. They won four Super Bowls in the 70s. Obviously they didn't have they didn't win any in the 80s, then they came back and won in 2005 and 2008. So they they've won Super Bowls more recently than say uh the Dallas Cowboys. I actually said that they have 24 playoff appearances, but again, I was looking at that Bleacher Report article, so that's dated they actually have 31 playoff appearances. So only two. So they have as many Super Bowls as the Cowboys and two less overall playoff appearances because the Cowboys had 33 playoff appearances. The Steelers have 31. They won the AFC Central or the AFC North 23 times. They've won the AFC Championship eight times. So this is a. Very, very accomplished franchise in the history of sports. You talk about the Steel Curtain. You talk about Terry Bradshaw. You talk about Lynn Swann. You talk about Ben Roethlisberger and Jerome Bettis and Hines Ward, Antoine Randall L. They they've had Antonio Brown. All right, let's bring him up. They also have had star power: Troy Polamalu. You know, James Harrison, Lamar Woodley, they've had some great, great players on their team. They are comparable with the Dallas Cowboys. Maybe they aren't the third best franchise of all time, but they are definitely top five work.
1: Uh, listen, I can't trust an NFL franchise that doesn't have cheerleaders. Do I need what? cheerleaders?
0: What? What? What what type of what type of logic are you bringing into the, you are discrediting our podcast. You can't trust a franchise that doesn't have cheerleaders?
1: It's weird. I don't need cheerleaders. <laughs> I don't care about cheerleaders. But what? The, the logic behind not having them because it's distracting and a focus on football it's just weird to me okay it's just weird to me so that that bugs me out all right but with that being said they have one of the highest percenta- win percentages in the playoffs since the the merger they've they, they they've got one of the highest um regular season winning percentages since the merger yeah. so they are a successful franchise we we mentioned earlier that the record is six they are tied with six championships
0: with the Patriots Uh,
1: with the Patriots so um you know there's 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 a reason why they're they're in this ranking is because they're good I just I just when looking up you know more about the Steelers I just found weird things like for instance when they were first, uh, you know, created, they were called the Pittsburgh Pirates.
0: Yeah, just like the baseball team.
1: Not only like the baseball team, there was also the Pittsburgh Pirates hockey team at the time.
0: Yeah. <laughs> How
1: unoriginal was this franchise? Well,
0: do you notice that all of, the Pit- all of the Pittsburgh professional teams, they all wear the same color? They all wear what? black and yellow? The Steelers, the Pirates... And the uh and the the penguins, how uncreative are you? It, it shows city city unity. I like it.
1: Well, well, let, let's let me challenge you to that because in the forties, apparently, when when uh a little war was happening, I believe it was the Second World War. World right. War, uh, there was all kinds of issues, and they ended up combining with the Philadelphia
0: Eagles <laughs> and, and the, they like they like Voltroned into one yes. like super they, one super Pennsylvania franchise
1: they were struggling they combined uh they were they, do you know what the name of the, the team was this goes to their creativity again but
0: the this the steel eagles the steagles <laughs> <laughs> I was close I was close. The Steagles. I like it. I like it. I'm I think, not hating on that.
1: I think they said uh, in uh on paper they were officially like the the Phil it was like a Phil Phi Coalition or some some like some weird name, but everybody called them the Steagles. Uh, so but I don't know. They, they, they Weird things like that I found out, just, just throw me off. But, yes, they're a great franchise. Go ahead, go
0: ahead, go ahead. I was just saying I was
1: rooting for the bus when he finally got his championship.
0: Shout out to uh, Jordan, Detroit native, McKenzie High School, Detroit. Uh,
1: now I know why they made the list. Um,
0: I didn't – whatever. <laughs> go on. Whatever. They, whatever. Go
1: ahead. <laughs> I'm not a big, big, big Ben fan. Uh, but they're doing their thing. They're doing their thing, man. I,
0: as much so, as I well, want to hate, here's what some people said. Because I actually had some people in the tribe, and shout out to to those that voted, who gave some some context as to why they picked the Pittsburgh Steelers. One person said, okay. "The Pittsburgh Steelers are consistent. They are always on the right side of history." So they took the social. Uh, social angle small market okay. yet they dominate I'm not a big Steelers fan but game recognizes game that's what that's what my homeboy Eric said then I have uh they never have any coaching turnover which I spoke to that they've only had three coaches in 51 years I think it's uh uh boy I know I know Bill Cower, was the coach uh, when they won their Super Bowl Super Bowls in the uh, in the '90s, and now their current coach yep. is Mike Tomlin. But right before Bill Cowher, I don't know why his name is uh, is escaping me, but um, and I'll get and I'll get it. Uh, Noel. Uh, yes, Chuck. No. Okay. I, yeah, Chuck, the great Chuck. No. So um, they've had three coaches in 51 years. So. Someone spoke to their uh, coaching stability. Someone also said decades worth of consistency in a league with a salary cap. So they've been able to stay consistent even Mm -hmm. with, uh, you know, salary caps and things like that uh, in play. Shane says, I was in love with the black and yellow color scheme when I first moved to America. He rooted for all of them pit teams. So he loved all of them. Now I was only on a professional level because the University of Pittsburgh wears like, they wear a yellow, but it's like a blue. It's like a, it's like a blue and gold type of color scheme. So they, they didn't uh, keep that uniform with, uh you know, the, the colleges, but the professional teams, but no doubt, man, Pittsburgh Steelers, one of the great franchises in sports, they are valued currently at around $3 billion. So uh, one of uh, the most uh, va- valued franchises in the NFL for sure, even though, as people say, you know, Pittsburgh is not a huge market. It's not, um, you know, it's not Dallas. It's not L.A. It's not New York. So um, they are definitely holding their own uh, in and, you know, amid I would probably say a mid market. I wouldn't say it's small, but, uh, you know, they're definitely one of the, you know, one of the, the blue bloods, I would say, of the NFL. Absolutely. Yeah. All right. All right. Well, now we are at number two. And coming in at number two on our list of the greatest sports franchises of all time is a team right now who, uh, wow, when you talk about consistency, I think one of the one of the themes here, whether you like the teams that are in the top five or not, even our honorable mentions tonight. One of the themes I think you're going to see is just consistency. These teams are consistently in the hunt for championships. They win. They have very large fan bases, not just in their cities, but outside of their cities all over the world. And this franchise is no doubt one of the most popular franchises that exist anywhere Taking it to the NBA, we're taking it to LA. Coming in at number two, the Los Angeles Lakers. I
1: thought you were going to say the
0: Clippers. <laughs> nah, no, 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 they are. Uh, now nah, we we talk about worst franchises in history, which might be a future show. We could, uh, we might consider the Clippers, although they have had in the within the last ten years or so, the Clippers have been. You know, a pretty consistent playoff uh team, you know, probably since they got like Blake Griffin and all those guys back at Chris Paul, mm-hmm. they they kind of turned the corner. But we're talking about the LA Lakers, right behind the Boston Celtics in terms of championships, sixteen time NBA champions, and maybe dun dun dun, maybe get their seventeenth this year. We Uh-oh. shall see. They're playing the Denver Nuggets in the Western Conference uh, Finals and are up two games to one. I think game, another game is tonight, if I'm not mistaken. Game four yep. of that series is tonight uh, as we're broadcasting on uh, Thursday night. But listen, uh, 16 NBA championships spanning all the way back to the 40s. So they pretty much, want, with the exception of the 60s, um, they won, they've they won a championship in just about every decade. They won one in the 40s. They won four in the 50s. They didn't win any in the 60s. They got one in the 70s. Of course, they won five in the 80s. They won four in the 2000s. And then they have one in 2010. So they are, like I said, you can you could debate who's the greatest franchise in 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 NBA history It's a debate between the Lakers and the Celtics right you can you could you could say some people make a case for the Lakers some people make the case for the Celtics and again we're making the case and rightfully so that the Lakers are one of the greatest franchises not just in the NBA but in all of sports
1: absolutely and I mean, you talk about being able to consistently get the best players. That's how you become a consistent franchise, and they have definitely done that over year over year. You you talk about they've been out since the forties, nineteen forty seven. Um, since since that time, they've only missed the playoffs eight years out of out of this run. Wow! And to put that in perspective, four of those years were the last four years of Kobe's career.
0: Yeah, that's right. That's right. So
1: you know it's ridiculous that you know that, that that's even on Kobe's resume that like you wouldn't expect that, but um, that's how great the franchise has been. You know, Wilton, uh, you know Kareem and Magic and um, Kobe, Shaq, and now LeBron and AD. Right. So you, yep. you mentioned there they might tie. The, the Celtics, there might be nothing the Celtics can do about it if they get themselves eliminated here uh, in the next week or so. But um, the first West Coast um, NBA franchise making history there as they move from from um, uh, Minneapolis. And, Dagnabbit, uh, if, if this is not another link to Detroit, Stokes, I, I just – all over. They are the former – I never knew this. They were the former Detroit Gems. Oh, I didn't know that. I, had I no thought idea. that's why you put them on there. Yes, they were this horrible franchise. They went four and forty, and then <laughs> they, they were like, "Get us out of Detroit so we can win." They went to
0: Minneapolis, and then right.
1: the the, they were they were moved over to uh to, to uh LA. to L.A. So. It's just been history after history after history. It's just been amazing to watch uh this franchise. Nine million, I know you, you're not putting too much uh you know stake into the followers, but nine million Twitter followers is way more than any of the NFL um franchises.
0: Yeah. Um, I mean, you so. know, yeah, and I, I think you, you gotta think too, I mean, more more than any other sport <laughs> more than more than any other sport, I think the NBA the nba has a very uh uh they're very influential with the youth and, and you know especially like the social media a you know era you know the nba is kind of like the hot league in that in that regard but man you talk about a franchise that has had some of the greats they they've retired they've retired 11 uh 11 players jerseys Um, And they've had from Elgin Baylor to Jerry West to Wilt Chamberlain. Uh, Then you go, of course, to Magic and Kareem and Worthy and, you know, all of those guys. Of course, then you got the Kobe and Shaq era, and now you got the LeBron and A.D. era. They just get star after star after star. Like you said, it's, it's just one of those franchises that, when a guy is a free agent, that is the franchise that they are attracted to. Obviously, the location, the weather, all of those things I'm sure play a part in it. But of course, the fact that they win and they are so successful, and then listen, man, they the coaches are even stars. From you know Pat Riley to to Phil Jackson to uh, you know even Magic Johnson briefly coached. Coached the Lakers, so, mm-hmm. um, and now they have a you know more low key guy in 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 Frank Vogel, but, um, you know, once you coach with the Lakers, you be you become you become a star. You know, it put Pat Riley on the map. Obviously, Phil Jackson had already was already a star from winning the championships championships in Chicago, but he just added to his legend by winning more with the with the Lakers. And so, uh, the Los Angeles Lakers you know, valued at 4.4 billion. I think, uh, I think they probably they're just below the Cowboys there uh, as far as most value of of the teams that we've talked about thus far. I think our number one team probably is will, will be beat the others in value. I could be wrong, but we shall see. But the Los Angeles Lakers, man, nothing more can be said about them, man. They, they are definitely one of the great franchises in, in all the sports. So, Uh, no doubt. But you guys have been listening to episode number 20 of the Goat Debate Podcast, where we are debating the greatest sports franchises of all time. Thanks so much for listening. Before we get into number one, we always like to talk about our snubs, those sports franchises who did not make the top five. I'm going to let Darius go first here because I know it's some soccer team. So I don't want to blow up his spot though, which I, I may have already done it. But but go ahead, man. Who who makes your snub list tonight?
1: Man, this team fits all the talking points. Uh, Three point eight billion dollars in evaluation. Thirty mm-hmm. four um, time La Liga champions. Thirty four point eight million Twitter followers. We talk about nine for the Lakers. Thirty four point eight. They are super popular. Um, and I'm talking about Real Madrid. They they attract stars. Uh, Zidane, Zidane uh was a great player for France, um, is now their coach, but uh, Cristiano Ronaldo, uh, Bale uh, over the years. I mean, there's so many great, great, great uh, players that have played for them, and they are on top. So you, you can't talk about um, great franchises without, re, you know, Putting out there, Real Madrid, which has found success. Um, We 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 had it in the chat when we were talking about Man U. Um, A lot of people were saying, "Hey, I would put Real Madrid above Man U," and I I agree. I I think I had uh, like two, three, or three, four. I think three, four uh, in my list. Um, But you know, we talk we we talked a lot about soccer and how popular it is, and this is one of the currently most popular teams in the world. So, um, definitely a snub that real Madrid didn't make this list.
0: All right. All right. Well, um, as far as snubs go, I don't really have any snubs. Cause I think my, uh, my teams either made the top five or the honorable mention. So I don't necessarily have a snub, but just off the top of my head, just looking at some of the franchises that were mentioned uh, say, in this um, Bleacher Report ranking. Um, the team that they have at number two, we didn't have in our top five or our honorable mentions, and it's another hockey team, and it's the Montreal Canadiens. Uh, it was a team that I actually gave... I actually gave some consideration to because I remember just being younger. I didn't, Like I said... I don't watch a ton of hockey, but I do remember, like, being young and, like, the Canadians and the Maple Leafs, you know, obviously outside of the Red Wings, those were kind of the teams that um, that I kind of, you know, kind of knew about. So we talked about the Red Wings winning 11 Stanley Cups. The Montreal Canadiens won 24. Wow. The Montreal Canadiens have won 24 Stanley Cups Uh, They, dating all the way back to 1915, Dearest, 1915 was their first Stanley Cup. So they won Stanley Cups in the teen years, the 20s, the 30s, the 40s, the 50s, the 60s, the 70s, and the 80s. So so they were a dominant, uh, they probably are the most obviously from a championship perspective, I don't think any NHL franchises franchise tops them, but the issue with the Canadians is they haven't come close to winning anything since, uh, or actually I, t- I, 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 did I say that they won a cup in the nineties? Mm-hmm. I said the eighties. So they won a Stanley cup in 1992, the 1992 93 season. They haven't won anything since nineteen ninety-three. So you think about like the Red Wings. So it it kinda it kind of make puts me in the mind of like the Cowboys, how they won all these championships, but they haven't won anything in the nineties. And then you have like the Patriots who are kind of like the dominant franchise of recent years. It kind of makes you forget about a lot of the Cowboys' success. But then with teams like the Red Wings and the Avalanche in hockey you know who have been winning more consistently in recent years. Uh you forget about the greatness of the Montreal Canadiens because they just haven't um they haven't won a cup in so long. Now they have had some some recent uh playoff appearances. They they made the playoffs in uh, 2013, 15 and 17, but again, no, uh, no Stanley Cup victory. So, if I was going to throw a snub out there, I would probably throw the Montreal Canadiens out
1: there. I, I know they were rocking with a uh, Patrick Waugh, uh, I think that's oh, yeah. how you pronounce it back in the day. Know, right? Um, their goalkeeper. Um, another snub comes from Jeff. Um, I can't pronounce it because I'm not Italian and I'm not familiar with uh, Formula One, but he puts in. Uh, and I, and I know nothing about fancy cars, but uh, Scudera, Scuderia Ferrari, uh, Formula One team apparently is evaluated at $1.35 billion. He puts that in as a uh franchise that may have been, I guess, a snug. I don't know. I don't watch Formula One, so
0: okay, okay, that's a uh. That is a, uh, that's an interesting, uh, interesting pick. So thanks. Uh, thanks for that. That's a, that's a good one. I like when we think a little bit outside of the box. So uh, definitely. I couldn't
1: even pronounce it. So, yeah.
0: <laughs> so those are our, 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 our snubs tonight. Uh, and now let's talk about the goat who comes in at number one, who's the greatest sports franchise in the history of sports in the opinion of the goat debate. And for number one, we haven't talked about this sport tonight. we talked about hockey, we've talked about soccer, we talked about basketball, talked about football, we even talked about Formula One racing. But we have not touched on baseball. And coming in at number one, probably the, the most popular franchise, not probably, they are the most popular franchise in baseball and definitely one of the most popular franchises in all of sports and our goat tonight, number one, the New York Yankees 27 major league baseball championships, world series wins. The New York Yankees are when you talk dominance, listen, they won world series they won 27 of them in the 20s, in the 30s, in the 40s, in the 50s, 60s, 70s, none in the 80s. But they did win in the 90s, the 2000. Most recent World Series victory was in 2009. 40 American League championship pennants, 19 American League East division titles they are without a shadow of a doubt one of the greatest franchises and tonight the greatest franchise in the history of sports
1: man they are the greatness of the pinstripes the greatness whether you call them the highlanders the bronx bombers the yankees they are known around the world because of their success I mean, if you think about it, what is there? Uh, Typically 99 possible jersey numbers for for a player. It seems like 42 of them are retired. So they are running out of numbers to retire. That's how great this franchise is because – the great players that they are able to get on the team from you go way back to, you know, Joe DiMaggio and Luke Gehrig and Babe Ruth and Whitey Ford to modern areas, uh, Mariano Rivera's and your, your Andy Pettits and your, your um, A-Rods and your, of course, Derek Jeter's. I mean, they're just, they just seem to get talent because maybe because they are one of the most valuable sports franchise uh at five billion dollars and yeah. there isn't a cutoff in baseball they can go out and buy no the talent
0: yeah. right exactly
1: they've done exactly that and and they've bought a lot a lot of champions but they've also spent a lot of money and not getting championships too so it's a it's some give and take there but um yeah. you know in their 115 year history um they've only finished last four times in their division. So, I mean, they're winners is what that's, that says to me. They're, they're, they're winners.
0: Yeah, absolutely, man. Like you said, so many great players that have played for them, you know, over the, over the years Um, they, like you said, they get in top notch talent. Uh, Interestingly enough, I know a guy that they really coveted and wanted and could have paid for and afforded was Ken Griffey, Jr., and Ken Griffey Jr., one of the great uh one he's he's probably my all-time favorite baseball player. He vowed to never play for the Yankees, uh, because of some uh I think the way they treated his dad and and uh and him personally. But um, but yeah, but mm-hmm. like you said, they could get just about any player that they wanted wanted to get, and they definitely did that. And now they have, you know, Aaron Judge and and uh, which I don't I, I think he's actually a uh, a homegrown player like he came through their through their farm system. They actually drafted him. I don't think he was uh, an acquired talent, but you know, a lot of times, I think a big criticism of the Yankees was that that they would buy buy championships by just because uh, they could just afford all the all the marquee talent. but if, if you can do it, why not do it? Right. So, yeah. Um, yeah. And of course, uh, George Steinbrenner, the, uh, the infamous owner of the, of the New York Yankees who, who's, who's passed away. I think now the team is run by, uh, his sons if I'm not mistaken. So, um, you know, so yeah, man, the Yankees from the uniforms to the hat, even if you didn't live in New York, you know, I know I bought. I've always bought Yankees hat over the years. If I'm not buying the English D, Detroit Tigers hat, the second most popular logo for me for a baseball hat is probably the you know the New York Yankees logo. So, um, yeah, Yankees definitely deserving the number one. Just thinking about snubs, you know, another baseball team, a couple of baseball teams that could have got some consideration. Of course, the Boston Red Sox, the St. Louis Cardinals are another one that uh, could have definitely got some, uh, got some consideration. But the New York Yankees are the creme de la creme uh, mm-hmm. of baseball and of all of sports, coming in at number one on our list of greatest sports franchises. So just to recap our list tonight, we had a tie at number four between Manchester United and the Boston Celtics. We had the Pittsburgh Steelers at number three the Los Angeles Lakers at number two, and number one, the GOAT for tonight, the New York Yankees. So we want to thank you guys, of course, for listening to this episode 20 of the GOAT Debate Podcast. Be sure, if you have not already, to subscribe to all of our social media. You can keep track of our show topic ideas. You can vote. On Show Topic Ideas, we always post them on our social media. You can find us on Instagram and Twitter at GOAT underscore debate. You can also search the GOAT Debate Podcast on Facebook. You'll find us there. We throw our topics up as well. Um, And we certainly would appreciate you guys following us. Uh, Wherever you listen to podcasts, you can find the GOAT Debate. So if you aren't able to catch us live, we actually broadcast live on Thursdays. On Facebook Live, if you're unable to find us there, you can uh, search wherever you find your podcast and you will be able to find the GOAT Debate Podcast. Darius, any parting shots before we sign off tonight?
1: Uh, The Detroit love on this podcast is ridiculous. (laughs) Uh, I don't appreciate it. But what I do appreciate is those who uh, join us in the chat. um, Shout out to Tyler and Shane and Jeff. Um, I've run James out of the building, so um, (laughs) that mess no more. I haven't seen him in three months. Um, But those who are loyal, oh, I I appreciate you. Um, Shots fired,
0: James. Shots fired.
1: Make sure you hit the like button. You know, it's just so you're notified of because sometimes we switch up. Last week, where we take live on a Friday, so that happens from time to time uh, to accommodate gets. Um, and if you have show ideas, as uh Stokes says, you can email them. <laughs>
0: <laughs> or, or you <laughs> or, can just DM us.
1: Or you can just DM us. That
0: would be that would be the uh 2020 thing to do. DM us, you know. I'm always like email us, but you know, if you want to email us, we're at goatdebate at gmail.com. By the way, I might as well just throw it out there. So yeah, yeah if you want to email us, you know, be it be our guest. But Uh, But, yeah, thanks so much for listening to this episode 20 of the GOAT Debate Podcast. Until next time, we're signing off. We'll check you guys out. Stay safe out there. Peace.